but that's a whole other story. Although I felt bad about seeing the cowboy movies, while I was watching them, I was transported. I've never been on a horse in my life, literally. I didn't have a horse, but I'd slap my leg and say, giddy up, giddy up. And when my mama made me mad, I'd say, pow, and point my finger like it was a gun. After that, what were the odds of me growing up and liking non-violent Martin Luther King Jr.? As a boy, John Wayne was my hero. John Wayne didn't talk about non-violence. If you're right and they're wrong, then kill them. That's what John Wayne said, and I loved that. Then I had to rethink that whole thing when I got to know King. Now I look at John Wayne and say, You nasty, violent, ignorant somebody. That's why I say ignorance is not bliss, but costly. I did not understand the limits of violence. It took Martin Luther King to show me. And I didn't know that I shouldn't be ashamed of being poor, either. But change in attitude does not come quickly. When I was in high school, I worked at the Shell gas station, making more money than I had ever had. One summer day, the weather was good. A few of the other guys and I were talking trash and looking at some girls who were standing on the corner. I said, man, let's forget about work. And we skipped work for several days to hang with the girls. We didn't worry about it until it got close to payday. At the same time, we were kind of thinking that we might be fired since we hadn't shown up for work in days. We were scared to return. Sure enough, when we went back to work, the boss said to me, where you been? I lied and said, my mama died. Next thing I know, he came on over, started touching my shoulder, saying, oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. Oh, I'm just so sorry. Then he opened up his old, worn-out leather wallet, took out a $10 bill, handed it to me, and said, just enjoy yourself. I said, I came to give my check. He said, hold on, I'll get it for you. About six months later, same thing happened. This guy named Charles Simmons and I were just sitting outside talking trash to the girls, not thinking about going to work. Eventually, we went to get our checks, and my white employer asked, Where you been? I said, My mama died. And he did the same thing as the previous time, patted me on the back and gave me money. At that moment, I knew that he was not really thinking about me. Learning that my boss did not sincerely care was an important lesson for me to learn early in life. I have not worked for anyone since. I've been on my own making up my career as I go along. People call me an activist, social critic, comedian, and let's not forget, conspiracy theorist. In this book, I have combined all of these talents to allow us to look at American history differently. Part of my unique perspective was having been there. I was friends with most of the people mentioned, and I stood next to some of them during their greatest moments. Muhammad Ali, Michael Jackson, Rosa Parks, Angela Davis, Dr. King, Malcolm X, and so many more. Along with my activism, I have spent my entire life in the pursuit of knowledge, Knowledge as it has meaning to me as a person of color. I appreciate all people, no matter their race, especially since we all evolve from the same stardust. 
but we must all be honest and recognize that the way black people see the world is quite different from how others see it, which is as it should be. One's race is more clearly defined by cultural practices and values than skin color. For instance, have you ever read those stories about people who were found dead at their jobs? One of those stories where they found a person killed over, head on his desk, and he was not discovered until the next day? I guarantee that would never be a black person. If black people felt a little bit funny, like something ain't right in the air kind of funny, we're calling in sick. If it's looking like rain and you know what that does to our hairdo, we're thinking of calling in. If we ate too much at dinner and our clothes are too tight the next morning, we're not going to work. Many Caucasian people, on the other hand, love their work. At their jobs, they are affirmed and well compensated. They're given all the resources they need to make every day a good day.